first things first, as I was saying there, this kind of all began from a development plan. Yes, as you said, about 13 years ago, I uh, joined a group mainly to get to know people in the village. And um, it was quite a daunting task. We thought for a long time and then produced a, a big questionnaire, 32 pages, sent that out to every home in the village Um, made sure we got them all back by making volunteers go and knock on doors until they were all completed and then set about uh, analysing the results and and getting people to think about how we could go forward. So we had groups to deal with traffic and transport and crime and so on. They wrote chapters and then the plan uh, came about. Because in villages we have things like parish councils which help with a lot of local things. So what makes your organisation stand out from the crowd, would you say, and differentiate from a parish council? Well, it, that's a very good point. When we produced the parish plan, and, and it was actually uh, delivered to the parish council in November 2008, we started to realise that of all the recommendations that had come out of the ideas from the villages, some of them were really not reasonable. You know, one of the big things that people asked for was a bypass. And I think at the time it was costed at about 60 million. So we we thought that was probably a non-starter. But there was a lot of stuff in there that was the responsibility of the parish council, like uh, liaison with the police and maintaining the facilities in the village. But there was also a lot of stuff that didn't come under anybody's responsibility. And so we really started the group to work alongside the parish council in order to uh, deliver those parts of the plan, basically. Yeah, and you talked about the questionnaire at the top of the interview there as well, and if I remember rightly, the questionnaire response rate, kind of, it was about 67%, wasn't it? About two-thirds of the village responded, and it fell into three categories as well. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, the yes, the, the categories of uh, the ones that fell outside of the parish council remit were mainly social, uh, and... Um, Looking back now at the village when I moved in, it had three pubs and and obviously pubs are always one of the main social places in the village, but nothing else much happened in the village, there wasn't much social life. So one of the biggest things that, that came out of it was to improve the social life of the village. And as you mentioned, that's why we managed to, they're very small things to do, but actually to start a running group, a walking group, cycling club. We have a wine tasting group which uh, this year will celebrate its sixth anniversary and they meet every month. And starting all those things, you know, did that. But one of the big things we did, the first chapter of the parish plan was a history of the village. And that's fascinating. You'll have to invite me back to talk about that sometime. But the feast itself goes back, obviously, to to the Middle Ages. Um, But it was a time of celebration in the village, and so we thought we would reinvent the feast. And now we have about 20 events in October, lasting over three weeks with all sorts of activities, Kayleys, music nights, wine tasting, quids, and so on, and and that came out of one of the parts. The other aspect, um, the things like the bypass, we do have, I don't know how long you want me to go on about this, but we have a problem in the village that we have the B1050, which runs from Erith down to the A14. And we did a traffic survey, and I I can't remember the exact figures now, but it was something like five HGV vehicles a minute going through the village throughout the day. So, you know, this idea of traffic calming or trying to get a bypass 
is very, very important to the village. And we've had meetings with the parish council and the highways agency, but really there's just no way it's going to happen. It's just too expensive. Now, I talked a short time ago as well about the idea of having groups within a group, if you know what I mean, so sort of the different strands. What was the thinking behind that? I'm heavily into organisation, I suppose. I think that's um, very important. So when we first set up, we were a bit naive, I have to say, so we, we separated into three groups. And I think I mentioned to you about the, the small amount of humour we had there, that we wanted a name which sounded as if we were going to do things, so we called ourselves Willingham Action Group. And we abbreviated that in all our correspondence to WAG. And we had a section which... Um, worked with youth issues that came out of the parish plan, so we, we call those waggy. They have been really, really good, uh, although they don't exist anymore, because we realised that to attract funding it would be much better if they had charitable status, and so we separated them off and they became, became Willingham Youth Trust. And they worked with the parish council, who have been very supportive uh, to us, uh, to actually develop a youth centre in the village, which we, we never had before. So that, that was one thing that came out of it. We had WAG Social, WAGs, and, and they have been instrumental in doing things like the feast. And the, the other group was a, a group that worked with the environment. And in all the things we've achieved, I suppose the environmental group and the group that produced the uh, development of the facilities for the children and, and adults on our recreation ground are the two major achievements we've seen. Yeah, I was going to ask you about successes because you've kind of touched a lot of this already, but are there any, is there anything else that you look back on with particular pride, apart from the things you mentioned there? Well, yes, I think one of the things that's coming out of this is you, you may actually ask me about problems and, and you're probably aware there's always a problem of attracting volunteers. And one of the things that's, that's happening at the moment is there are so many good groups in the village. There is the Youth Trust and there's also the School Association, the Women's Institute uh, and so on. And we've started working in conjunction with them so that now if we put on an event, like uh, in, in the summer the Youth Trust are running It's a Knockout, which is, uh, I don't know if you've come across that. I have, yes. It's, it's a great company and you can make a lot of profit by hiring them. But, you know, they, the Youth Trust will be short of volunteers. So the school association will join in and we'll join in and we'll support each other. So actually one of the biggest successes has not been in the material things we've produced, but in the cohesion we've got in the village. And, you know, you, you often get people saying the village is a much nicer place to live now. Um, because of, of the cohesion that all these events have, have caused in the village. And you know, I know we've talked a little bit about this already in terms of the challenges. You talked about volunteers being a bit of, bit of a challenge. What other obstacles have you faced and how have you dealt with them? Well, the volunteers is, is, is the main one, but we've had problems with the various councils, the parish council. I think the parish council are wonderful uh, and they're always open to criticism but they have a tremendous workload and, of course, they also now have a tremendous amount of legal responsibility. So one of the reasons we separated off is because 
we thought we could achieve more because we don't have that legal responsibility. But obviously there's, a, there's always a little bit of friction between the parish council and us because we go along and we say, we'd like to do this. And they start saying, ah, but, ah, but. And that's been one of the problems. But we've always got over it and we've achieved so much. The parish council dedicated a piece of land for us to plant the community orchard and woodland. They uh, allocated part of the space in the hall in the village for the, the youth centre. So they've been really good, but we have had difficult times with them. And in terms of the future, what's in the pipeline for the group? Well, the, the, in October this year, the parish plan will be 10 years old. Uh, and obviously, many people would consider that to be out of date. So we need to look at that again we have no major projects but with the community orchard we planted 1300 trees in the orchard and around the village so we have the task of maintaining that we said that we would maintain it for at least five years before it became the responsibility of the parish council so that's an ongoing task but um essentially we're always looking for new things to do Kind of brings me on to the last point, actually, quite nicely as well. I was going to ask you about whether there was scope to do more work, really, apart from the stuff you've been doing. Oh, there's loads, absolutely loads to do, and it's just the limitation of volunteers. We're in a catch-22 situation that when you decide you want to do something, like install £150,000 worth of play equipment, then you, it, it involves a tremendous amount of work, and you need the volunteers to do that. And at the same time, you're thinking, how do we get more volunteers? And really, we've always said for years, we need to set up a, a group just to attract volunteers, but we're too busy to do it. And if people are listening to this and thinking, oh, I could volunteer, what would be the best way to do so? If they want to volunteer for Willingham, we've got our website, which is all one word, Willingham Life, you can just search for that online. But I would recommend in any village, because every village has similar groups, volunteer. It's daunting because people look at it and think, you know, it's a group of people who know each other and so I might not be welcome, I might not fit in. But actually, we're a brilliant social group. It's, it's absolutely great to get involved in that sort of thing. So whether you're in Willingham or not, just go along and volunteer and, and change the life of the village and your life. Okay, well, we wish you very well with the project. Thank you very much, Steve, for coming in, Michael. Thank you for the invite.